feeling stuck sucks. It's disempowering. We feel isolated. And we may make decisions that don't serve us or our loved ones. Your coaches, Lada and Ryan, are here to help. Together, yes, that includes you. Let's get unstuck. This is the Fitwall Fusion Podcast. Hi and welcome to another episode of Fitwell Fusion with Ryan and Lotta. Today we're talking relationships and not just any relationship, we're talking about our relationship. And we have not prepared anything for this episode, so we'll see where this flows because we want to give you a real life example. Maybe even... How could you not prepare? Oh my god, maybe even... what you do all the... Okay, sorry, go ahead. Maybe even at showing you a fight maybe something is going to come up so we were just wanted to be open to this opportunity <laughs> silence <laughs> our relationship has been as any relationship really ups and downs and what we defined as the thing that really keeps us together is communication we said at the least we're going to communicate through everything through the pains the uncomfortable feelings and um, even after fights we said let's just talk about it and to be honest at least from my perspective when there's fights since I would say we're both on the more emotional side there's lots of opportunity to grow there and de-escalate earlier and um, take things as personal. Yeah I think what might be interesting for some people is we um some sometimes people look at relationships and think oh we fight a lot i've certainly thought of it this way like oh i've also been in a relationship where i didn't fight at all and judging it as good or bad i realize it's it depends on the personalities it depends on the on the way people ways people communicate it might not necessarily a relationship without fighting could also still have issues right because if you if if one or both people are not communicating then that could also present itself oh we don't fight but <laughs> do you communicate um, and if you don't communicate that's what I ultimately learned in past relationships is things will eventually come up it, it doesn't seem so day-to-day -day. it's like oh we can coast along with this but that is not reality things as I think everybody who's been in a long-term relationship or, or experienced ultimately that, um, whatever you want to call it, a midlife crisis, a relationship crisis, somehow things seem to boil up and we don't even realize where it came from. But for me, um, the, I've always, with, with Lada in this relationship, I've always tried to have a foundation of communication because I know that... Um, in the past I've failed to communicate and regardless of all the other stuff that's where I wasn't allowing someone to fully connect to me and so maybe that's why I'm, we fight a little more because uh, I feel like I just push out the communication even if it comes out raw and uh, unpolished because I know the opposite is not going to serve either of us by just distancing and making Lada feel neglected possibly 
Well, that's an interesting point you brought up brought up there about fighting or not fighting because it's also well first of all how do you choose to live your relationship um your partnership how close are you there's a lot of people that coexist and because of that they might be very they just have their their life set up nicely right and they sort of live next to each other yet there's not that many points where they would actually Uh, come together and do things together so yeah there might be possibility for less communication some people also have it really figured out and it's not coming just naturally to them they worked on this and that is beautiful as well we for example just to to explain we do a lot of things together as you guys know we're in business together we're in a relationship together we spend a lot of time here on was it two and a half rooms no doors There's a lot of times in the day where we run into each other. For example, just just coming back this time, I, I was away in Germany for two months. I came back and I said, look, I want for my work, I want a little bit of privacy as much as it's possible. I need a separate room, not necessarily to be away from Rai. It was more the energy in our living room. I just needed something different. So I set up a room and even though I can literally hear Rai almost breathe in the other room, having a little bit of... Because there's no doors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We get it. Having that little bit of space and now being able to communicate my boundaries to him and him not being like, oh my God, now you're pushing me away. No, this is has literally to do with me needing a place where I go, do my work, and I leave this place. And I'm not constantly in this place because we're also talking, cooking, Uh, living in this this same space so this was for example really important to me and able to and I'm really grateful I'm able to communicate that to you and you understanding that Lada would you say there's some some method of that we use that you'd want to share with others that might maybe not help but just might be a, an extra tool for their relationship because let's say if we if I say the foundation of a relationship is communication and someone doesn't know where to start with that, what would be a good way to initiate communication and some vulnerability without it being so scary because it can go, communication can go all the, all the way deep into the spectrum and just opening your heart. But um, it's scary. what would be sort of a uh, step one I would like to begin improving my communication, sort of an action item for this episode for someone in a relationship and they might feel like, oh, well, we're not, maybe we're not communicating enough or maybe there are things I don't say because it's convenient not to say them. Well, there's a lot of things coming up parallel because some of the issue, for example, for me, The issue was that some of the things I did not communicate were simply things I didn't know myself. So it's a part, I think it goes together knowing what you actually feeling yourself, so self-reflection, and then having the courage to tell that to the other person, right? So it, it goes sort of these both ways parallel because as we improved our relationship, this was also due to a lot of improvement personally, both of us separately, separately is individually, so individually and together, I would say 
a good first step is to do it for really with with the things where you have least attachment to so you can have a little practice what helped me a lot was for example let's say something so simple as dinner let's say you are going to prepare dinner and your partner is supposed to come home at a certain time or you you would like your partner to come home so you could say hey um i'm going to prepare dinner would you please be able to come home at a certain time yet maybe in the past it hasn't happened so you don't know why maybe maybe because your partner didn't care that much maybe because your partner didn't hear you hearing is a really big part i learned for example that addressing your partner hey saying hey ryan would you please be um there at six so because i say hey ryan and i pause for just a second he's like oh she's talking to me i know it's silly because maybe it's just the two of you Yet, I learned that addressing somebody, giving somebody time to actually be like, oh, they're talking to me and not realizing this halfway into your sentence makes a big difference. So you're saying that and then maybe just really neutral. You're like, hey, could you please tell tell me again what I just said? Or could you please repeat back to me what I just said? And then trying to make this neutral as just a, you know, just 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 to double check and then your partner could say well if your partner holds resentment for you consciously or unconsciously that might trigger them to lash out and say what you think i don't listen to you and that's where i mean it's still it is it is a way of opening up communication to say no no that's not let me explain why i was trying to do this um so yeah that's that's a good idea as long as um you know, sometimes people don't communicate because there's resentment building up and they communicate in silent ways, energetically, n in a negative way, usually with looks and glares and turning away and things like that. Sorry, you were going to say? Um, and you're actually right to that point. If this brings up something, that means there's already a lot built up and as if this is your first time, I mean, it's easier to start this entering a relationship and building up on that. If you're in a relationship and you're building reverse, like back on that, there might be a lot of things piled up. So this would be a slow process. But I love what you said about doing your work, even if it's behind the scenes, if your partner doesn't even see it, it's like recently you've been doing different work on your individual story for yourself. And that helps our relationship. Even if I don't see you doing it, I see a shift in the way you approach me or the stories you have about the way that I communicate with you and the misunderstandings that we have and we can clear those up. But so there, that's a great example. Uh, for me, an example I would give is to balance out the eyes and the we's because you're bringing 50% of the relationship and you're 100% responsible for your 50%. Now, if you don't ever say I to your partner, then you've sacrificed your individual identity for the relationship and you're just saying we, 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 that's pretty dangerous because then you have something at risk where if the relationship splits, something happens, you have no self-identity left you feel like you've been completely removed from life. Um, 
But on the other hand, if you say I all the time, I want you to do this, I want you to be here, I, 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 where's the room for we? If you see the relationship as a separate entity, as literally imagine the relationship as a third entity, like um, even a third person in the room. Now, you are manifesting that together. So if you never say we, or if you never direct your communication and energy towards the concept of a relationship, it doesn't exist. You're simply you, and they're simply them, and you're both finding ways to sort of use each other to promote your own individual individuality, rather than manifesting something together and seeing how beautiful it is to create this, this we. And this we is very powerful, as we've learned, because the things that the tools in my tool set are different than the tools in Lada's tool set. And if we can come together as individuals, but join and create that third entity, that's a powerful entity that people would like to connect with. And we want to connect with as the first who want to connect with it. So I would just, um, I just noticed that, um, recently because I, we had a conversation and I heard a lot of eyes or you's and I just mentioned, well, where's the we? I, I, I just sort of was saying, well, that leaves no room for a relationship. That's just roommates talking about what one person wants versus what they want and having their roommate agreement. <laughs> that, that's an extreme example of it, but that's just the way I begin hearing it. Um, because once, once I started seeing a relationship as a separate entity or something that you have to nurture and take care of, like a plant or whatever it is, it really helped me have some respect for that process. As you were saying that one thing came up about stating what you feel <clears throat> in a calm way. And that's really hard. That's why I meant what I managed to do with my mother, for example, visiting her or even with Ryan that I can calmly state look for some reason this is upsetting me right now or I have the urge to run away or I'm feeling this and that and just going back to you and say look I need I need a minute just like being vulnerable about the things you're feeling not flecting them back right on the other person just but just being like oh something came up and then of course It also needs, the first couple times this might be weird. The second, if you change something with your partner, something's new, there's a lot of possible outcomes, right? Your partner could like this. Your partner could very dislike this. It could lead to arguments. It could lead to whatever, right? But just trying out, I think, just coming back to yourself, communicating more. But that's where I think communicating eye messages I feel that way and going back from you do this to me, you don't know, all this projection stuff where you're like, this person's doing this to me. No, but going from myself and just being like, oh, I feel uncomfortable with this, but not saying you make me uncomfortable or even asking for a favor in a nice way, saying like, hey, would, would you please bring this and this for dinner tonight or just treating your partner how you like to be treated with respect in a gentle and nice way because one thing I did notice is that a lot of partners are very nice to people and sometimes when they communicate with each other the tone is harsh 
there's a lot of harshness between them and we experience that too with us and um, because we're so used to each other it's about appreciation that the other person is there for example one thing we recently started very recently is date night because i said i want to bring something in the relationship where there's a specific time each week that I don't know, I, I get dressed up. I don't think Rai gets dressed up, but for me, it's it's important to dress up for my partner, not just for my clients, my friends, myself, you know, and where we just specifically do things. You can't get dressed up when you don't own a pair of shoes, Lada. <laughs> well, you got water shoes there. <laughs> dressed up in my flip-flops, yeah. Well, if you want to, we can go shopping. That could be date <laughs> night, the next date night. So things like that, figuring out the things that that you like, that can really help. I also wanted to share a little bit of background there because Ryan and I, we come from a very different experience level. As you guys know, we have some age difference. So you are 40, I'm 27. We've got 13 years, if I mathematically did that correctly. And Rai has been married before, so now you're divorced. I had one relationship before. It was five years. And um, we've been together for... We're going on six years now. Six years. And a long time of that, two to three years, was long distance as well. So really what made us, made us sustain through that is communication. And we communicate a lot. But that's, that's the thing, right? We come from... We were growing a lot together because we coming from such different standpoints. And even though I was 13 years older, I was working on my communication likely at the same level that you were, right? It wasn't uh, like I was way ahead of the game. There were only certain aspects of life where I had been around a bit longer and seen things for a bit longer, maybe saw some roadblocks or obstacles before you saw them, but... When it came to the relationship and the communication, for me, what kept us, me wanting to be with you was seeing the, the maturity coming out of you, um, the, regardless of years, it was, it was more just the, the adaptability and the attempts at um, really the self, personal development that is still ongoing, which yielded what I see as somebody who's who could be much younger than somebody else but much more conscious and aware of their projections onto others in society and what they're what they can bring what they can't yet bring but someone who's ready to have an honest conversation about that rather than um, what some people do in life is just bluff to try to get ahead through bluffing, but that's a dangerous game. Not doing the personal work and just jumping ahead in the line can really get you uh, later later in life set back with what you would call a crisis or midlife crisis, whatever you want to call it. And of course, this, this sounds super nice and I really appreciate you saying this. I also want to emphasize, emphasize there that this also leads to issue, right? Because... So I'm, I can be stubborn. I'm a strong personality. Rai can also be really strong to be in a relationship with. I would say you have a higher standard, which 
all of us can have. We want to be with the best well, partner. Well, those of us who don't wear shoes have the highest self-standards. <laughs> you love that point today. <laughs> so, for example, this would be one of our issues um, that, for example, when Rai would say, hey, you're not doing the work. I see you not doing your work. You're regressing or whatever. This would be one of our issues because, as you guys know, or I hope you know, um, it's not linear to grow. So, of course, um, there's distractions in life. There's there's periods. There's things where I'm doing multiple steps at a time and we both feel it. And then all of a sudden, it wasn't sustainable. So I looped back. And in the end, I might have made one step progress. But because I looped back, it felt to both of us as if I was regressing. And just so you know... It's not possible to regress because when you move forward, you include. So just because it wasn't as big of a move forward, just because you did 10 steps, you fell back nine, you did one step forward. I think both of us tended to have a look at that nine steps that I went back instead of honoring the one step I did do or the things we, we did do that, that worked better. Um, so just... To, to give you an example of the issues we are also facing there. So, yeah, that what resonates with me there is that reminds me of Ken Wilber talking about stages of development of, of a person, of, of conscious growth. And he talks about how when you grow consciously, you do this thing called transcendence. You transcend for example, you transcend your childhood, but he makes a very important point that you include it as well. You don't remain a child. You become an adult, but you've transcended and included all of that knowledge, and it's with you. And in a way, I see that as the way of the whole universe, because it's all transcended, but it includes everything else. So your conscious uh, growth you're not throwing away what anything you did before all those lessons you learned you transcended them but you've included them and they're just as valuable as the times you grew without having a harsh lesson in some ways maybe the only real truly way to learn is to get slapped in the face or to get you know some people learn not to bully by somebody else punching them in the face once actually really good point there this has been a topic we had for a long time as we mentioned life experience Rai is really loving. That's why, as anybody who loves somebody, you want me to not. You you don't want me to to get hurt. You want me to to live life with the least hurt you can. Yet I am somebody. I learn a lot by experiencing. I like experience, and I'm very curious. So our issue there has been that. Rai was telling me certain things. He's like, you know, this is what's going to happen. And then I'm like, look, if if I don't try it out myself, do I know it's going to happen? What if you're wrong? What if it's not going to happen? And to be fair, what Paul says, our, our coach Paul Check, he says, don't take anything I say for, for, um, for real or for the truth. Try it out yourself. And this has been really hard for both of us. This has been a really important lesson because there also the question is is it fair for 
right to see me doing all these mistakes that me he might have already transcended and being hurt in the process because he's seeing me hurt yeah and maybe in the past i would associate that with age but i don't anymore because i see people older than me making mistakes that could have happened when they were 20 and they could have gone past or repeating patterns and behaviors i mean this is this is a big part of why we do what we do when we put so much energy into it because we know what can happen when people get caught in this loop of thought that that really prevents them from being their truest expression of themselves and showing others their true self their true colors which is the most beautiful thing you have to offer but a lot of people cover it up because they feel a mask that they have to wear is more suitable, but it's not suitable for the occasion. And ultimately, there comes the crisis. So we talk a lot about dreams, Lada and I, and a lot about around what we do is, is tied to dreams. Because when you have a dream, when you actually have a dream and you know what it is and it resonates with you, you don't even have to explain it to anybody, first of all. It's not like... Oh, look, I have something written down. I have my business plan. No, it's deep down. You know what's up. You know what's going on. Nobody can steer the ship anymore except for you. you and you know what you have to offer others and what you can do, which means you're less likely to have that crisis. And that crisis is the lesson that you uh, should be listening to that's teaching you that you don't have a dream or a path or you're off course or allowing others to steer you off course. It's, it, is a, it is a teacher, just like pain. It is teaching you a lesson about what's happening. And it's up to you if you want to listen and, and use it as an opportunity to grow or to feel like ultimately a martyr and that you're always suffering and that it's the external world just has everything against you. Well, taking this back to relationships... What is your dream of the relationship? Because there's your I dream and there's your partner's I dream and there might be your kids and everybody else involved. But then also it's important, what's the relationships we dream? Because if there's no dream, if there's no, hey, we're going to this, then, then this is really where you can align everything towards. Because if there's a we dream in the relationship that majorly clashes with your I dream, there's an issue there and that issue can be resolved with communication and you you and your partner communicating what's the best and there's I really love the term it, it used to be um making um oh, what's it called so win-win situation it shouldn't be that you actually make a compromise both parties can win and that's something really important because if you need to compromise on something that 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 means it's not the ideal option for both of us you should both be able to win with this your i wins the other person's i wins your your we wins and that doesn't mean you shouldn't be doing anything that's slightly uncomfortable for you right um some people might associate a win with like oh that's easy I, i'll do that <laughs> For me, um, some of the wins were things that Lotta would want to do, maybe even for us together, that would push me a little bit of my out of my so-called comfortable com comfort zone, but 
teach me a lot of things in the process and then help me connect to others and feel more supported and connect to her better and respect her decisions. So I just, um, I think uh, maybe five years ago, I would have, I would have heard that and gone, oh, a win-win is something where like, it's super easy for me. I already know what I have to do. And it's like, oh, super simple. No, no, it could be super challenging, but ultimately you're both gaining the relationship gains. And then you are manifesting a, a better external world as well, because you're helping others connect to you in a healthy way rather than in a negative sense, you know, in a way that you might end up dragging others down or using their energy to make you, you feel better about yourself because you feel lacking. Well, I totally agree that it might not even come to you right away what a win-win for everybody involved is. This might need certain, like a process. You might, because at first, I think that easy solution might be a Yeah, like a compromise or even one where only one person wins. So going back and being like, well, how can we make this optimal? Sometimes we need to sit with this a little bit and reflect back on it to see, okay, what, what is really good for all of us? It doesn't, I, I totally agree. It doesn't come super easy. It well, shouldn't be like, oh, I thought about this for one second. Yeah, that's the solution. Well, there are going to be times when one person needs more support than the others, than the other. But that could mean a win-win because you've helped that person out in a time where you maybe you had more energy and they had less and you boosted them up and they felt supported and they felt connected to you. And one day they might have to reciprocate for you. And that could be a win-win as well, rather than thinking, oh, they're always needing stuff from me. Well, if the person is doing their work, they still might run into situations Life gets, you know, things come up and they really might need a little boost every once in a while, a little extra support. And that can ultimately, and that can ultimately uh, create a stronger bond um, between two people, those challenging situations, how people respond to those. Going through challenging times together can be very bonding if you communicate about them and also acknowledge the support the other person gives you. So as an action items, think about what you actually feel. Try to communicate that in a safe way to your partner. Really become aware first, where's my work? Where's my projection lying? And just try to open the communication little bit don't hop full on it just little by little open yourself and maybe reflect on past relationships and your relationship with that relationship how you talk about it if there's a negative sense coming from it and maybe if there's a part of your responsibility for whatever happened with that relationship that you're not owning up to because for example if you do that to a new partner whether or not they acknowledge it consciously, they're going to hear that about how maybe there was a long relationship, but you haven't offered that you've learned anything from it. And deep down, their soul might say, well, this person might feel like do the same thing to me, right? If you said I cheated on my last partner five times, your next partner might go, hmm, <laughs> there might be a pattern here. So yeah reflecting reflecting on your 
50% of the relationship. And then laugh with your partner. Laugh with your partner about something. Have fun. And if you can't laugh with your partner, it's likely that there's something underlying, a lack of communication that's broken down. So first goes the fun, then goes the sex, and then then you just start to slowly go your separate ways. The communication can help bring back the sex, bring back the fun. The goofing around part can be a great sign that there's a very solid connection going on to the point that you can just be goofy and fully express yourself. Yeah, you can rediscover yourself, rediscover your relationship and just know, you know, issues you have with your current partner, with the other partner, with, with the next partner, if you choose to um, quit the relationship, there's also going to be issues. So if this, if you love this partner, if you know why you love this partner, I, ha I think there's a very, very high chance of you being able to heal things with them because you're also able to heal things with yourself. I believe in healing. And you guys know we're here for support. If you have any questions, comments, or want to reach out, we're here. And if you don't love yourself, just think about how hard it might be for someone else to love you. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day. Have fun. Love yourself. Thanks. Thank you so much for being here. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave us a review on your favorite listening platform. There is more to us than the podcast. Your community awaits you in our free Facebook group. Click the link in the description to join the conversation now. You can also follow and connect to us on social media. Thank you again so, so much for listening. We really appreciate your time and support. With love, Lada and Ryan.